Hey everyone, my name is Randy Lloyd and I just want to thank you for coming across to our podcast today. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about going beyond your fear and addiction. Going beyond your fears and addiction. Now, if you want to reach out to me, you can do so at my website www.selfhelpmasteryproject.com. You can go across to my Instagram page, Self Help Mastery Project. You can send me a DM. I will be posting uh, copies of this podcast on my Instagram page, my YouTube, uh, my Patreon. You can support me on my Patreon. And uh, if you just want to reach out to me and that you need therapy uh, or you need counseling, just go to my website, join my membership. We deal with our clients in our membership uh, in our website, www.selfhelpmasteryproject.com. So let's get into it. Now, the acronym for FAIR, everybody knows the acronym, False Evidence Appearing Real. All right? That is my definition for FAIR, False Evidence Appearing Real. That's the acronym. So we're going to talk a little bit about going beyond your fears, false evidence appearing real. So your body basically, uh, I have my notes here as well as usual, so I'm just reading. Um, Our bodies are designed to respond with the flight or fight mechanism, all right? So in other words, if there's a danger in front of you, your body could kick in a flight and fight mechanism so that you can either run or you can stand up and fight the danger right so just put that in your mind one time once you have a danger in front of you you can literally your body can literally design itself at the within the moment to either kick up and run or fight the situation all right now what happens with that your body is tends to get into that mode of your your heart rate goes up your 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 thinking you know everything just your blood your blood start to flow more uh because your body is, is seeing danger right so in the face of real or present danger the adrenaline flows and the blood drains out of your organs and your brain and in and into your brain and into your limbs to prepare yourself to run or to fight because remember you have a danger a situation in front of you so but what happens the much what 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 happens is that much of the fear or the danger is not real so what we do is that we create dangers in our minds so let me just read a little bit about it here our bodies are designed to respond with flight all right so so we, we understand that part. Our bodies are designed to fight mechanism for real danger, so to fight the mechanisms of real danger. So if it's of a real danger, your body gets into a mode where you can uh, run or fight. So we understand that. Many people spend much of their time in the anxiety and stress of fight and flight when there is no real or present danger. This is because the body responds the same way to imagined danger as it does to real danger. So in other words, think about it like this. In a real danger, your body adrenaline pumps up, blood sort of pump so that you can uh, transfer blood to your organs and to your limbs so you can run or fight. 
but your mind can create the same danger and because your body doesn't know if it's real or not you tend to get the same reaction as if well the danger is real so the danger is not real but your mind makes it real in your mind in your head and therefore your body starts to go into this fight or flight mechanism as if the the, the fear is real but it's not but it's not real so what happens that your body now will always be in this fight or flight situation and that is when anxiety kicks in and that is when you now your body starts to break down all right so let, so let's get into some more discussion this constant state of fear and anxiety often leads to various addiction right in the hope of numbing out the difficult feeling right so so because of because of that fight or flight situation that, that your body is pumping yourself in it it is a difficult feeling your mind thinking about the, the the dangers what you do know is that you get into addiction to numb that difficult feeling food alcohol drugs nicotine gambling sex imagine that sex as well tv shopping you know wanting approval attention grabbing always wanting attention uh, anger rage sometimes even overworking violence of, of the self and others is just an attempt to block out the painful feeling yet the addictions themselves are an abandonment of self in that they are not healthy and loving way of dealing with painful situations and it is a self abandonment it is this self abandonment that causes the most fear anxiety and depression the most right so what is self abandonment self abandonment is one a lack of restraint it is a surrender of one's self interests or desires so therefore you abandon yourself and therefore you take up a self interest of desires just like exactly what we talk about there so what you do now is that you what you so you abandon your reality you abandon your responsibility you abandon yourself and start to go to selfish desires so you start to get involved in gambling food overeating sorry alcohol drugs alcohol addiction drugs addiction nicotine gambling sex tv approval attention grabbing overworking so all of this is a form of self abandonment notice i didn't say just work notice i said overworking attention grabbing always seeking approval always this approval seeking is a form of self abandonment because of this fear you create in your mind sometimes it doesn't even have to be in your conscience it is in your subconscious and that is where therapists and therapy is important so that you can get into that subconscious mind and then try to analyze where is this uh addiction coming from okay all right so let's get into some more once we have uh let me see okay so we are abandoning ourselves when we are allow ourselves to make up thoughts about the future that scares us this would be like saying to a child all right so let's say let's just say you have a child and you're saying to a child you are going to end up alone no one will ever love you you will be out on the streets with no food and no help seeing this to a child would be considered child abuse yet many people tell them these things to themselves tell these things to them 
over and over when there is no objective truth to these statements. Think about it. You're telling a child you will be alone. There's no truth to that statement. So the child create this as a fear in their mind. And in the future now, they create a sense, they, 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 they go into self-abandonment and they create a sense of wanting attention all the time, wanting approval, sometimes even getting into drugs and alcohol and sex addiction, all because they were, to- they were told as a child constantly that they would be alone, they would not be successful or uh, you would end up in the streets. So they, that is is created in their mind. Sometimes they're not conscious of it, but sometimes it does be in their subconscious. All right. So this is something that's very important that causes anxiety. All right. Now, uh, once we have created our fear and our uh, with our negative thinking, we try to avoid the fear with our various addiction. All right. So. Uh, creating so when you create this fear with, with this negative thinking of I'm not going to be al- I'm, I'm always going to be alone I'm always going to be in the street all this is a form of negative thinking so what you would do now to avoid the fear you you adopt addiction which is basically self abandonment so that, in other words you are not uh, taking responsibility for your thoughts and therefore dealing with the thoughts you instead of dealing with the thoughts you uh, uh, positively, you want to deal with the thoughts using uh, addiction, all right? So, yeah, yeah, really and truly, you should really deal with those thoughts and from a positive mindset. Uh, again, counseling has really, really helped. Go and seek a, a friend who, can, who you can talk to. If you know you have some of these addictions, go and talk to a friend, uh, a colleague, and then if not, then seek therapy, see therapist or a counselor. So you have thinking negative thoughts about the future. It's always about the future when it comes to you know this anxiety and so on. It's about re- it's about thinking about negative thoughts such as about rejection, failure, loss of others, loss of self, loss of money. Creates fear in the body and is a abandonment of self. So. Once it creates the fear in the body, you know, want to now create this uh, addiction to overcome that fear rather than sitting down and dealing with the issue of this fear. All right. So once you have this fear and addiction, you know, it's like avoiding responsibility for creating our fear by turning to addiction. In other words, you're avoiding the responsibility of dealing with that fear. This is like offering a frightened child a cookie instead of addressing the source of the fear. In other words, you have a child and the child is fearful. So you just offer the child some cookie and say, relax, have have a cookie. Rather than sitting down with the child and dealing with the fear, you give the child a cookie. Now, what that does is that in the future, when the child is fearful, they will always want to seek. Instead of dealing with the issue, they would want to seek some way of uh, creating something to deal with the fear that can be something that is bad for them. For instance, as we can see, a cookie might be simple, but if the child grows up and to know that to deal with that fear is to eat, so so what they would do, they will overeat. If they realize that dealing with that fear, it means that it's going to drugs or alcohol or even uh, abusive of sex, 
you know, they get into that craze because they know how to deal with uh, fear is to replace it with something like food because that is what they were taught, right? But instead of dealing with the issue. So how do we um, go about uh, over going beyond this fear and addiction? There is really a way out, right? Now, one of the ways is that you choose the willingness to feel your painful feelings and take responsibility for creating them rather than continue avoiding them with your various addictions. It is only when you are willing to be with your feelings rather than avoid them that you can learn about how you are creating your own pain. In other words, and this is so important, it is like recognizing that you have an issue with the fear, confronting the fear in terms of your mind. Remember, you, you create the fear in your mind or your subconscious. And then finding ways of dealing with it in a positive way so that you can get rid of it positively rather than uh, creating a negative way of dealing with it. So it's, it's just choosing, the, having the willingness to feel your pain and take responsibility rather than avoiding them using various addictions. So then another way is to consciously decide that you want to learn about what you are thinking or doing it or doing that is causing your pain. In other words, you're consciously deciding that you want to learn about it. You want to learn about this fear of lack of money or this fear of uh, rejection. Uh, you know, so you have different fears as simple as that fear of rejection. So you want to learn about why am I constantly having this fear of rejection? What, what, what it is that's going on inside of me? What it is, you know? So you're constantly, you're willingly want to learn about this. So you go, you go, you go to um, watch videos on YouTube. You're going to read books. Uh, you're going to talk to your colleagues and friends. You're seeking counseling uh, just to get, uh, to learn about this feeling. All right? So another one is a dialogue with the part of you that is in fear and pain. You can think of this feeling, uh, part of you of a child within about how you are causing a pain. In other words, you can discover your thoughts and actions that are causing your pain. You, having dialogue with that part of you, and I hope I didn't confuse you, is like this. Having a dialogue with that pain having a dialogue, in other words, with that fear or pain, ask yourself this question, why am I feeling this way? Why am I always fearful of abandonment? Why am I always fearful of failure? Why am I always fearful of rejection? Why am I always fearful of loss? Think about it and have a dialogue with, with yourself. If you cannot do this for yourself, please seek a friend who you can dialogue with, who would listen. Not a friend who always want to give advice, but someone who would listen that's why I seek, that's why you should seek someone who's a professional. They would listen and they would hear and they can now have the experience now to make you listen to yourself. Sometimes even write down what you're, what, 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 what you're saying and to let you see what you're saying and then now help you to understand that this is something that has been happening to you for years, even as a child. So when you recognize that it was because you was a child that people have been telling you things, you could now reverse that in your mind and think of positive ways now of how you deal with these issues, right? Rather than just tell you what to do 
you now recognize where the source of the issue coming from and you're talking about it and then when you're talking about it then you're now creating ways of how you can deal with these issues in a positive light so that's why i'm saying you can talk to somebody who would listen all right uh another way is that you can you know just have a discussion with god you know i i love putting that in because god really helps us out to understand our thoughts by sometimes uh simple as simple as you have those thoughts and your mind is telling you to go and speak with somebody and that is the holy spirit telling you hey call a friend call this person or sometimes it could be uh to talk to call it or sometimes you're watching youtube and an advertisement come up to 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 talk to a therapist talk to a therapist you know so, so these are just some ways that god really does help you i mean is god we're talking about here so he have a thousand ways he could help you i just thinking at the top of my mind so talk to god and he can help you out with those fears that you have in your mind or those addiction notice something here i would like to just add you think in your mind that uh, you don't have this fear, but you have addictions, but you don't know where the addiction's coming from. That is when you know you have to go back in your thoughts and try to recognize that these addictions are coming from certain fears and anxiety that I have been developing in my mind over the years. All right? So, again, this is something that's really, really important. All right? Uh, so, I mean, you, you, you want to... The next, next method is that you want to notice how you're feeling. If you're feeling more peaceful, relaxed and peaceful, then you know that you are taking the right loving action. Sometimes people might say they feel peaceful when, they, when, they, when they're taking drugs, but after that drug taking, is, you're in such a mess. Sometimes people say they feel nice when having sex. I mean, sex is good, but you're having it sex... In, in such a rage and such and such proportion that is unprotected and you're, you're going out of your way so uh, where it is causing pain to yourself notice how you're feeling just re- recognize how you're feeling you when you're doing when you're dealing with your the, the addiction in, in, a, in a positive manner you tend to feel peaceful all the time, you tend to feel peaceful. Now, at times, you might start to feel a little pain here, a pain there, because you're you're living life and you're a human being, but you are you are at peace. This is why I say talk to God, because once you once you allowing God to deal with your issues, you are at peace. Talk to a counselor; they could listen. Professional, you are at peace because you're now dealing with the issue. You recognize where the issue is coming from. You are dealing with the issue. And then now you are recognizing that when you deal with the issue in a positive way, you have a lasting, longer feeling of peace. So, notice your feelings. Notice your feelings. When you drink alcohol, you will feel a little ease on the spot. And then after, it's just so much torment and pain. That is not the peace we're talking about. We're talking about lasting peace. You go to bed, you sleep, you wake up, peace. You walk down the road, peace. Jump in your car, peace. I mean, somebody doing something wrong, you might just end up saying, ah, okay, and just find another way to deal with the issue because you are at peace. Okay? So just notice your feeling. I don't want to carry this too long. I just would like you to know that this is something that's very important. Please 
send me a DM, send me an email at selfhelpmasteryproject at gmail.com. Let me know that you listen to my podcast and that you need help or you need therapy. Just let me know and I will help you out with therapy. Please seek a, a dialogue with a friend or a, a colleague where they would listen to you and your situation. Okay, thank you very much for coming across to my podcast. Stay tuned to the next one. I love you guys. Thank you for supporting me. You can go to my Patreon if you want to support to as well. Thank you very much for being here. Until the next one. <laughs>